comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Remember 10 years from now when we were all in jetpacks flying around the earth? <laughs> Episode 361. Catherine revved up the microwave, I pissed my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Tonight's episode, the game not affiliated with popular rapper. About to run out of time there, I'd like. I'd like. I'd like. Two seconds before I said the liner, before I came up with it. Get closer. It's video, man. Oh, it is? Welcome to episode 361. 361. Welcome. Brad, how big your phone has become. Yeah, I got the new, uh, the new Samsung Galaxy Note 3. I'm very jealous. I had an upgrade, Yeah, I figured uh, I would get something that would hold me over for the next two years. Look, it has face recognition. Look at the box around my head. Now watch. Look. Oh, the box it's is following good. you. Oh, that's yeah. creepy. That's a little creepy. So is that thing going to be uh, you good for two years, that bad boy? It stopped recording for some reason. Um, Here we go. Your now memory is complete. Here we go. Oh, you know what? It might be on a setting where you can only record for so long. Okay. I haven't, I, my, this is probably the first time I've used the video on this phone, actually. My, uh, my phone's uh, used to default to 30 seconds of video that recording may be, before I, they go... That may be what, yeah, what this is set say, at. Nah, don't worry about I that. I have to change it. How's it going, eh? What's up, eh? Hey! All hey! Right. Oh. Bill, how was your birthday last year? Last week, I mean. It's not bad. What have you it's done since your birthday last week? Um, virtually nothing. Um, but that's my fault. That's nobody else's fault. We but just mine. passed the thirty-second mark, um, so okay. maybe it's a minute I, default. Maybe my thumb hit it. I don't know. Maybe it never did stop, and I thought okay. it stopped. Or I'd maybe like to, it never started, and you thought it was recording. maybe not. Anyway, I would like oh. to apologize. I have not gone on a shopping spree at Madness Comics yet. Oh. Three sixty-one. You guys, you guys hooked me up, and super freaking appreciated. And I couldn't imagine anything more appropriate. Brad, I'm surprised that they have gift certificates. I said, you got a gift certificate? And he's like, yeah. yeah. As opposed to a gift card. We're so yeah. used to the gift card. <laughs> well, Bill actually so... has a gift certificate. You kids, these, go look it up in the dictionary. I have kids. no idea what uh, pixels I'm recording this at. I don't think this is true uh, HD on the front camera. What's that? Oh, that's we'll uh, find uh, out. It's counting up the uh, amount of memory yeah. it's chewing, right? I'm going to pause it. Okay. Oh, later. Bill, last week when we were doing our list, I yes. never shared this with anybody. Okay. But Brad and I decided to guess what your favorite movie might have been. This was my guess. I never told you what it was. Dune. Nice. Nice. Which I, that, I which that was a, a total stretch because I don't think you like that movie or I don't think you love that movie. Uh, it well, wasn't on your top 20. Um, it, it, was, it was part of my honorable mention for sure. And... It's one of those that it could have been in there, and uh, my guess is that the people out there in TV land who did have a guess, knowing that I already picked, uh, that I'd already said that I wasn't going to do two movies from the same series, uh, that knew I'd already done Empire and uh, Raiders and uh, Aliens, uh, you know, um, I'm going to bet that there's at least one or two listeners out there who know me well enough to, um, to have been waiting for me to have uh, shouted out the name Dune for my number one. And uh, yeah, I, I could absolutely see that I would have done that. I, I think that I was entranced by the movie. I, David Lynch uh, at one point Dang could it, do I no wrong. It up. <laughs> but that didn't last long. I warned you. I warned. Well, you. he did Dune. They did I Blue did Velvet. They, they Blue did, Velvet yeah. should have been on my honorable mention list for sure. David Lynch took his name off Dune. Well, he took his he took his version off the extended version of Dune. Mm -hmm. His name is still on the theatrical release. It still says David Lynch. But if you find the extended version. 
It is directed by Alan Smythe. Yeah, because he wanted nothing to do with that. Well, he had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he was able to take his name off. Um, oh, my gosh. What happened? There was a movie that came out. Were we talking about this? Um, they've started using a different name than Alan Smythe. Really? Um, gosh darn it. This. What movie was now, it? V- very quickly, for people who don't oh, know, Alan Smythe bar. is the legal name that has to be used in movies, according to the union and stuff like that, if a director wants his name taken off the credits. So if you look that up, Alan Smythe, there's a whole bunch of bad movies made by him. That's just a pseudonym. So yes. now, Bill, you're telling well, me that there's a new pseudonym? Oh, my gosh. And yes. And oh, I wish I knew how to find it on the internet quickly because I would love to share this with you. Now, while um, you look But it was up, a recent movie um, th- that I've seen probably in the last three or four months. Um, oh, no, no. That's what it is. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm completely wrong. Um uh, one of, when I was c- trying to compile my list, uh, one of the movies I originally thought about putting on that list uh, was a movie called Supernova. And it's not a great movie. But again, it hits a bunch of right notes for me. I love the soundtrack. I love the, again, I love the, the feel of it. And I love the, 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 the color palettes they use and the special effects. And, and the, the story is a slow burn. Um, it came out within it a year. It has Captain of, America of in it. And it's about the sun blowing up, right? Uh, and these guys have to reignite um, it. Uh, no, that's called Sunshine. Um, uh, you may be think we may be thinking about Sunshine, but Supernova. Uh, they end up uh, going to uh, going on a rescue mission. Um, they're in the future. They go on a rescue mission. Uh, the captain doesn't make it, and so the second in command is James Spader, and it's James Spader and Angela Bassett, um, and it's uh, it's got a pretty decent cast. Um, and it, it's again, it's it's seriously done. You know, they there there's no irony involved with it. Um, and again, it's just one of those movies that just hits me just right. Like we were talking about last week, like Spy Game does that for me. I don't know what it is I like about. It. It's not the greatest movie ever made, but I dig it. And I was reading that that movie is um, directed. Um, uh, that movie is directed by the replacement name for Alan Smythe. We they, don't know they, what that is yet. They started using. I'm uh, getting ready to look it up. Um. um but uh, the name Alan Smythe, they started thinking that they're going to have to use other names um, once they uh, – um, gosh, there was a movie that was uh, – it wasn't Burn, Hollywood Burn, was it? Um, it had Alan Smythe uh, as part of the Smithy. title of the movie. Well, I've heard it's it British, so, so I'm sure it could be um, – I've heard it Smythe and Smithy. Yeah. Um, let's see. Supernova. Um, director – cut something like that director controversy <laughs> how do i how do i word this uh anyway uh um supernova was directed uh it had three directors attached to it the third or fourth director got the credit for it but at one point uh walter hill and brian de palma both had their hands on that movie during its production and both of them were dismissed and i'm trying to remember who uh who gets the um uh, the hey, credit for it listen to this Following uh, in in uh, the year two thousand, <laughs> in the year two thousand, okay. yeah. So this is the plot point. No, so, no, no, okay. no, no. The Directors Guild of America retired officially retired the name Alan Smythe. Okay. Uh, and for the film Supernova, which yes. came out in two thousand, dissatisfied director Walter Hill, yes, who was involved with the original Alien, yes, by yes. the way was instead credited as Thomas Lee. Okay, that that may be where my brain was trying to shove me. Which I'm looking at the uh, Supernova full cast and crew directed by Walter Hill as Thomas Lee. Yeah. Also, uh, Francis Ford Coppola and another guy. Anyway, you have Bill's landline. Uh... <laughs> Um, you had they, a uh, game. I they, have a they game. Think that, uh, Brian De Palma uh, came in and did some editing to try and polish the movie up a little bit. Um, I read this long article about all the controversy that went or, went on with that movie, and the movie was uh, uh, a critical uh, flop and a, um, a commercial flop. Also, um, it's kind of a kind of a really weird long story, and I wish <laughs> I could. I wish I could tell you, kind listeners, uh, exactly where to go on the interwebs to find. Uh, I would this, say I would say Wikipedia. Are I we recording? A, well, I found a story yes. that was. I found a story that was 
probably about a half dozen uh, web pages uh, long, and uh, it was I thought fascinating. Okay, so you know, check it out. All right. So uh, a while back on, I was listening to the radio, and this game came up that I thought was really fun. And we, there's something, it's something we can do right here today. Hmm. And I think it'll be fun. Now, the object of the game, it's a guessing game. It's a much like, okay. like, a, like kind of match game. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt. But just the, for a tag on the Alan Smiley discussion, <laughs> I was searching what name replaced Alan Smiley, and one of the returns, uh, the... What do you call those? Yeah, the, re- the things results. Come, result, the search results was, who is Alan Smiley and why does he make such lousy movies? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Please continue. Okay, so the um, so this is essentially a version of Match Game. Brad, you're going to be given a list of five or six things. And Bill, you're going to be giving a list of five or six okay. things. They're random. Is this more Match Game or $20,000 Pyramid? Or password. Twenty password. Oh. It's more like password. Oh, okay. And Brad, you're gonna have to get Bill to guess what each of these items are by giving him clues. Okay. But the clue can only be a one syllable word. Ooh. Like paint or Exactly. Red. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna run a clock for a minute and Brad, you're just going to go through your list of things. So I'll give you this list right here. Okay. And uh, based on how many Bill gets uh, will uh, affect you. So if Bill gets all six, then you get six points. Okay. All right? And then we'll switch it over to Bill. So it We're going through all six? You, yeah. Well, We're trying to get as, as many me, of these six in one minute. Right. Okay. In one minute. Go ahead and play the match game because okay. that might be fun. Just make it low. One As we say in the business, syllable loop it. words. Yes. That's the key. Okay. One syllable words, okay? And we'll start in five, four, three, two, one. Go. Food. Birds. Now, are these describing the same thing? Yes. Um, okay. I'll, we, I'm Duck a la orange. <sighs> Meal. Entree. Uh, duck. Wait a minute. Ah, bird. I'm sorry, you said bird. Great. Pitch. Gosh, this is hard. <laughs> uh, chicken, chicken wing. Ah, uh, one syllable words. That's you hard. One syllable words. Can I pass and go to the next yeah, one? Pass. Okay, go to the pass. Next go to the next one. All right. Um. <sighs> pass. Okay. Number three. Tall. Fake. Uh, man, Big real, text. real, five, uh, hide, four, three, two, one. Okay, Gosh. give give them the first three. So, you go ahead and use two syllables. Go ahead and use any word to describe the first one. The first one. Okay, I said food, bird. I would have said yummy. Okay, um, delicious. Fried chicken. <laughs> okay. Um, the second one you passed on. What ad- was the second it? one is Atlantic Ocean. I passed. I couldn't think of any <laughs> one one syllable um, words to describe Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> I could have said um, wet. Yeah. Damp. Damp. East. Deep. I could have said yeah. deep. <laughs> uh, dark. Okay. Wow. What that third Number one? three. I said uh, tall. Yes. Real. Yeah. Man. That's why I was thinking big text. Bigfoot. Oh, that was that was pretty good for Bigfoot. Oh, that was. Yeah, there's not a not a. We really can save a the last three. We can save the last three for another round. Okay. If we okay. There's not really a synonym for feet, is there? <laughs> okay, Bill. I'm gonna give. We'll do the same thing. You have to get right. Brad as many as you can. All in right. One minute. And if you don't think it's gonna work, pass and go to the next okay. one. Okay. There's your list. Brad, start oh, that okay. music. And go. Tall. Building. French. Eiffel Tower. Big Ben. Torch. Uh, Statue of Liberty. Yes! Nice. Um, Best. Star Wars. Film. 
Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Dirt. <sighs> Motocross. <laughs> Dig. Shovel. Quicksand. Dang. Caterpillar. Um, bug. Tractor. Um. Ten seconds. Uh, 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 pass. Uh, Let's see. Um, hat. Ball. Cap. Dang. I said you said ball. part of the word. Uh, okay. Ball. ball cap. Eh, baseball okay. cap. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's good. Brad, you got Star Wars. You got two. And Statue the first Liberty. Statue I was very Liberty. impressed very by nice. Statue Very nice. Very nice. If Let's he hadn't have said French, I wouldn't have gotten it. And hence Thank my you. throwing that in there. All right. Well, do the last three. Just for the my, wait a minute. Yeah. What was the other one? Oh, uh, Earthworms. Earthworms. <laughs> okay. like dirt, dig. Well, it's like there's no way to say like unintelligent or, you know, uh, that's, that's, cut it in a half, it becomes two or no mouth or, you know. Is th- that, that's the that's the that's why I was so intrigued yes. by this game when I heard it. It was like one syllable. How do you one do it? Ding, dang, dong, syllable. All right. Brad? OK, the, I have three more. Let's try. Them. All Here right. Here we go. And we'll give you one minute. What? What? Sorry, that's the wrong one. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Here we go. All right, and go. Okay. Do it again. Wake. Loud. Alarm. Clock. Very good. Um, Fruit. Red. Apple. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Wood. Burn. Fireplace. Yes. Very good. Very good. Those are the last three. Very good. Sweetness. Very good. Absolute nice. sweetness. Now, what do you have? You have two I, more? I've got two left. Let's okay, well, two. let's try it. I'm okay. not going to time. Just do it. Well, no, no try it. Time it. Yeah. You never All know. Right. I may be an idiot. <laughs> All right, and go. Food. Muffins. <laughs> Cake. Ve- veg? Can I do that? Veg? It's one syllable. Okay. Vegetable soup. Squash, uh, long. carrot, cucumber, onion, green beans, string beans. You, no, you got it. Beans? You got it. Yes. Green beans. Yes, yes. You got green beans. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, finally, um, I can't say the two things. Uh, car, uh, hire, job. Tow truck. Salesman, uh, mechanic, loud noises, rent. Um, let's see. Oh gosh, enterprise. No, you were. Oh, All right, you let were, me try. Let, you let were, me try. You were on the right track, and Hail. I threw you off. State yeah, Farm. Been good. Insurance adjuster. Uh. Uh, <laughs> hail <laughs> claims adjuster. Uh, okay. Um, let's auto see. body repair. <laughs> Weatherman. Um, fee temp ride rental car rental car enterprise car rental. Captain Kirk. Now, uh, again. I got you close, York. and then you veered off, and I can't help you New. get back with only one-syllable words. Peppermint Patty. New new car salesman. New York. Car. New York. Hail. Mork for Mork. Hail. New. V. New hail. New buy. Ride. I give up. Ride. Let's see. Um, tip. Just the tip? <laughs> the answer sure. is taxi. Ah. See, I couldn't say yellow or checker. You could have said cab. <laughs> yeah, I should have done that. You should have said cab. <laughs> you could have said. You could have said. <laughs> hey, no, listen. I guess I was, wasn't thinking literally enough there. <laughs> you could have said. <laughs> Jim. What's a, <laughs> what's a yellow light mean? Slow down. Okay. What's a yellow light mean? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that guy. That is one of the greatest gags of oh TV my gosh. history. That was fun, Frank. Yeah, that was that was. A, I love just the one <laughs> syllable part of it. It really makes you think, and it's it's it makes you struggle a little bit. Yeah, too. and I think that that there are. There are some games that just aren't winnable, and that may be one of them. Hey, I, I, our I, video got posted. Our video got posted to the to the Facebook page. Yeah, hang on. Is it the one you record, record for some? Okay, I, this is probably the first time I've used the video on this phone. Actually, my uh, my phone's. Uh, um, here we go. Your memory. I'm playing it in, in HD now. Oh, you know what? It might be on a setting where you, you can only record for some. Okay, I, I, this my, is probably the first time I've used the video on this phone. Actually. My, uh, so my we're watching the video that Brad recorded earlier. That may be I, that may be what yeah, what this is set so, at. Yeah, I don't worry about I have to change it. How's it going, eh? What's up, nice. Hey. 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 Oh. Bill, how was your birthday last year? Last week, I mean. It's not bad. What have you not done since your birthday last week? Um, virtually <laughs> nothing. All right. Um, that's my fault. That's nobody else's fault. We just passed the 30 second mark. Uh, so okay. Maybe it's a minute I, default. Maybe my thumb hit it. I don't know. Maybe it never did stop and I thought okay. it stopped. Or that's maybe it never started and you thought it was recording. Maybe not. Anyway. I would like oh. to apologize. I have not gone on a shopping spree at Madness Comics yet. Oh. You guys, I don't look that you guys goofy normally, do I? And well, I don't that face, that look on my face. I always go, who is that handsome man? Oh, it's me. <laughs> it was nice. That was a little. Uh, <laughs> certificate, and he's like, yeah. A little peek behind the curtain. So, Christopher Levine says that was great. Excellent motion. Thanks, guys. Wow. <clears throat> well, Christoph, Mike Jones, you. Kevin Milo, Christopher Levine, and Hugo Lion- Lionel Rivera liked it. Wow. Excellent. Now, listen, this post has so far has been seen by seven, but only four people liked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We've got to do that more often. Yeah. we got to do that more often. Okay. Oh, Why are we coming up with a thumbs down for uh, Facebook stuff? Hey, two weeks ago, that? I guess. Yeah, the con. Uh, there was a sci-fi convention, yeah, which I we hear did a show this. of. I want to hear about this. It was the sci-fi. People yeah. love the sci-fi expo. Your, your convention shows. They love them. Yes. And I enjoy listening to them. Thank you. I tell you what, next, I really do. Next year on your birthday, uh-huh. what I'm going to tell you, Frank, that I wish I could do as well as you is uh, do the interview scene. Well, thank you. Because I, I really do. I, I, uh, I show up every year with the intention of collecting a lot of really usable uh, footage, mm-hmm. uh, you know, tape, whatever. And this year, um, I guess. I could have worked the scene, um, but I was uh, kid wrangling the entire time I was there. And I had two conversations that I thought, this is wonderful. This is going to make uh, good good stuff. And I looked down both times, and the recorder was not recording. It's oh. like, son of a gun. Last week, I want you to know, that was the highest rated episode that Half Hour Wasted released last week. Really? Yeah. Wow. That is It was the only solid. Episode that half hour released, <laughs> He's released last week, <laughs> Frank. But it was the highest thousand. rated one that we released that particular week. You see, it's how it's all how you word it. It's all how you word it. Who knows? Radio Wayne Cordova may give you the podcast of Frank, the year award. Frank had a great experience. Love on the radio other Wayne. hand, on the other hand, Bill apparently yes. did not. Now, now, before you go into yours, Bill, yeah. I was at that convention up until about just before three o'clock. Yeah, I, we, that's, we almost that's we almost did the turnstile thing where you were going out as I was coming in because I showed Two up. Two ships uh, passing in the night. Yes, I, I showed up in the three o'clock hour, but it was well after okay. three. And how late did it go? Uh it was going until seven, somewhere between seven and eight o'clock. They had a, uh, a costume contest Saturday evening. And the fourth floor grand ballroom mm-hmm. at six thirty, which was supposed to last till seven thirty, and I don't know if they're kicking people out, but we left. We left about six forty-five, seven o'clock. We we saw some of the costume contest, and you know we said, "You good? Yeah, let's go." The um, before you dive into yours, I will I will comment on one part of the con. This was towards the end that I thought was a little dangerous. I guess you could say. Oh? Uh, what had happened was... I don't remember feeling danger. Well, th- this was definitely dangerous, and it, and it happened to be where I was. Okay. Um, they had decided to make both escalators, because there's there's the up and down escalator right. yeah. that go to the main main floor the, of the, the second the floor. The one from the first to the second floor is like at a, uh, a ballpark or something. The first <laughs> one is... It's a long elevator. It's a long run. Yeah. 
Well, they decided to make both of them. Uh, don't look down. Go up. They wanted. They were trying to get traffic up. Okay. So both of them were going up. And you know, escalators. <laughs> escalators. How? One going up. One going down. The tension is killing me. How are people supposed to get back downstairs? Well, uh, that's where the danger kind of came in. Get this. Were they re- people repelling or something? So. Dory, can as nothing they, go wrong here. As the people start to come up, it starts to get more crowded <laughs> on the second floor. Whoa. Now, they're not letting they're anybody down. packing them down. in like gerbils, right? Right. Oh, my they're gosh. They're getting packed in. <laughs> they, the security <laughs> says, no more go up. So the last few people are coming up oh. the escalator. The last 20 people, yes, as they're coming up, we start to hit capacity. On the escalator? On the people being dropped off. As it's coming up, people are now being pushed forward and being moved aside. We're running out of room. Yeah. On the second floor. On the second floor. Now, I happen the, the to The second be, floor is basically just a landing and a switchback to go to the third floor. Yes. I mean, and there's, there's like a cafe up there. Is but that what it not, sounded like when, when it started happening? Uh, <laughs> uh, poor poor well, Will Ferrell. Or was that a goat? There was this, this Will Ferrell goat. There was this this there there a couple people, your eyes got really big. They were like, whoa, 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 because it just people were bumping it, into each other and not moving yeah. forward. So now, you, know, you take a step oh, dear. to move forward, right. but suddenly you're not going anywhere. Ooh. So it is backing up. On the, the last, escalator. Yeah. Holy the last cow. two people, one of the, what, the guy, it, they must be married or spouses or something. Okay. The guy grabs his wife's hand. He goes, come with me. Come with me. Just, he's not really thinking. He's just trying to protect his wife. His wife very knowingly starts to walk backwards. And she goes, I got it. Don't worry. I got it. And Would she, she turn goes, around and start heading back downstairs? No, no. She's just staying in one oh, okay. space okay. while she's walking backwards. The guy is forced forward, and he's, he's trying to get his wife, but realizes everything <laughs> is okay. She's pulling out of his grasp because uh, she's got a handle on the situation right. that he doesn't. Right. <laughs> uh, within a few seconds after that, then the pressure starts to okay. to um, relieve itself, and people start to move out of the way, and then she gets on the escalator, and then she gets off. Yeah. She gets off. Now, there is a set of double doors Right at the top, the, about 10 feet from the top of the escalators, that leads out onto a balcony veranda kind of thing. Right. And be, just because of the situation that there were people trying to get to the third floor. Right. So people weren't thinking to go out that door. They were just thinking, I need to get up there, so I'm not going to go out. So, right. you know, it, it was just a small traffic issue. Oh, my gosh. But it could have gotten out of control. That happened once, you know, a while back where as people were coming down the elevator... It was so crowded on the floor that there was no room for the people that get, just got off the elevator to move. Oh, my gosh. So everybody, it was like a multi-car wreck on a highway. Exactly. You know, people just kept slamming into people. Mm-hmm. And before you knew it, it started to back up on the oh escalator. People were falling down. It was just, it's utterly ridiculous. So I think Irving knows this mm-hmm. because the next... Well, I wonder if... The next Comic Con finish here. You're going where I'm going. Is actually in a new place. Dallas Convention Center. The Dallas Center. Convention Center, which is a large place. The Dallas yeah. Convention Center has something like well over six hundred thousand available yeah. square feet all on one floor. Because that's the thing about the Irving Convention Center is it's got a really cool shape to it, but um, except for the except for the exhibition floor the where all the people sell their wares and you've got artists on you know the the back uh the back of the room it's a pretty one large pretty decent sized room but that's all there is on the first floor you have to start going up to second third and fourth rooms and it's the fourth floor where you have the grand ballroom mm-hmm. so you know that does require going up three different sets of escalators uh to get there um, and that was the problem wasn't yeah. it yeah, unless you got a media pass, uh, did you? You guys do know that you can use the media pass go up the elevator, right? I because I use the media. I I flash that media pass at homeboy guarding the elevator at like like he was. 
I, 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 I used it to go back behind a concession stand, and I went, media, and I just got myself some food. And oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just go to the back, you know. If I had to go to the bathroom, I just went to the ladies' room. And went, right, media right. pass. Media. <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> all access. It, it says, Sorry. It says I get in here. It's pretty it says amazing, all isn't it? access. Yeah. Mr. Lee, I'm going to need you to stand up for a minute. I'm tired. Okay, okay. so you you made a comment to us about how you had I just, the it wrong was, picture made. It was it was a bizarre scene in every way that a scene could be bizarre. And you're talking about a picture like a photo op, like yeah. we had our picture made with exactly. Leonard Nimoy. With, with and, the great and Leonard And you're Nimoy. telling me yes. you ended up paying for, the, for and getting the wrong picture? For the first time in my life... I paid for a photo op with a celeb. Um, I realized a few weeks ago that um, that there were a number of really uh, intriguing people showing up at the sci-fi con. People that I, I you had uh, Lee Majors and Lindsay Wagner. You had the six million dollar man and the bionic woman I there. Have that loved was awesome to have, to have seen. Them. I saw pictures with people in between. You know, Lindsay and uh, did they do a photo op together? Lindsay and at Lee one point? together. Oh, that's cool. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, you had. Uh, I, great- I thought that. They didn't get along. At least that was my understanding. Like well, they I, got married. They wait, were Lee Majors and and uh, no, Lindsay. the Bionic Woman and the Bionic Man. Yeah, got married. no, but but I thought actors they didn't quite care for each other. Well, they clearly were okay. The three of us don't like each other, but we do this show every, <laughs> every week, single stinking week. Um, are we recording? I, by the way, I don't know anything. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about that. Uh, about them being uh, bitter, bitter rivals. He's not the kind to kiss and tell, but yeah. he has been seen with Farah. I wish. Ah, yeah. that's a reference. It's the Fall Guy. To the yeah. Fall Guy. Thank you. Fall I love, Guy. Yeah. Will I love that movie. In a moment. The Fog. On ABC. Fog Eye. I know. It was, it was weird. So every kid in America thought, Fog Eye? What is Fog Eye? Yeah. Fog Eye. Uh, well, that's what old people have when they can't see anymore. <laughs> on ABC. I got my Fog Eye. So well, explain the wrong picture. Explain the wrong picture thing. So. Zoe, uh, so you had, uh, you had Amy Pond. And try to do it. Was there. Yeah. Succinctly, try to. Yeah. I could try. Um, but Sylvester McCoy, who was the seventh uh, Doctor Who and Radagast uh, the, the Brown, uh, he was the there. Poop? Karen Gillan, Amy Pond was there. And uh, those are the two people I really wanted to get with. But the Warehouse 13 people were there. This is a show that I introduced my precious, my precious almost 12-year-old daughter Zoe to. Um, a few years ago, and she, because she's quite wise, um, she fell in love with the show, and she may love it even more than I do. Um, Warehouse 13, uh, to thumbnail it, it's uh, it's a fun show that doesn't take itself seriously. It's got great uh, chemistry between the actors. The scripts are above par. Um, it's uh, it, it's it's. It's fun. It's tense without being scary most of the time. Um, it's just, it's a cool show. It's like Chuck. It's just, at the end of each episode, almost every episode, you just kind of feel happy. It's like, that was cool. I'm glad I spent that hour, you know, watching that. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Um, although Doctor Who is quite oftentimes a lot heavier, and at the end of the episode, you're like, oh, jeez. Um, you know, Girl Who Waited. You know, there's a million Doctor Who episodes that were really heavy. This is not one of those shows. Um, they keep the interpersonal drama to a minimum. There's no, will they get together or not? You know, find out this season, you know, cause in Chuck, you had that, that thing going through anyway. So warehouse 13, it's just a fun show. It's, it's, it's harmless. Um, it's in my opinion, it's worth your time. Uh, I especially think the first uh, number of seasons were, uh, were, were really fun television. Mm-hmm. And I use the word fun on purpose. Mm-hmm. I love watch. I love watching the show. Um, anyway, so, uh, Warehouse 13 personnel, uh, uh, three of the four principals uh, showed up at the con. And it's like, okay, Zoe, um, I think Zoe would love to be uh, the the young whip-smart kid who's like 18 or 19. You know, she's not young. She may be 17 in the show or something. But, um, you know, maybe uh, Zoe would like to take a picture with uh, the actress Allison Scagliotti, who plays Claudia on the show. Um, or maybe she'd like to take a picture with uh, Pete, um, <clears throat> played by uh, the underrated Eddie McClintock. Um, so I asked Zoe, and um, she said uh, she thought about it for a minute. She said, uh, Pete, if I had to choose. Okay, cool. Um, so I'll hook you up with a, a picture of uh, Pete. Um, we're going to go out there Saturday. The photo op's at 4 o'clock. 
Um, no sweat. It was like 40 bucks to take a picture. You know, to take a picture with all five of the Warehouse 13 people that were there, uh, including Lindsey Wagner, um, was like 170 and it was like 130 to take the, the, the picture with uh, the three stars I wanted her to. Um, so it's like, uh, I can't do that. I, I really don't have 40 so bucks or 50. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. It's like, I really don't have the 40 or 50 bucks to spend on this picture or this picture with a JPEG mailed to you respectively. But since this ain't going to happen very often, Warehouse 13 has been canceled by sci-fi, by the way, they're going to get, uh, their fifth season is going to be a grand total of six episodes and done. So sci-fi slashed it. Which is dang sad. Apparently, the ratings in the Q. So the show. So the, the show. Those other show. The picture. The picture. So okay. Let's talk about the picture. So, all right. So we go, we go up to the room. In. All right, Frank. You 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 bring me back in. You just okay. You can let the lasso loose. Ow, ow, my neck. I'm gonna need a massage after this. Um. So we go up into the room with the uh, you know the cattle call and and uh, um bunch of people in the room and uh, they'll they'll make announcements. Okay, this is for the. Uh, uh, this is for the this is for the uh, warehouse thirteen five, and as the warehouse thirteen the the female agents now the male agents now you know the mentor and the and the student now that you know they they had all these different combinations and all these combinations you could purchase you know um, beforehand mm-hmm. so they had all these different combinations you could pick uh, oddly enough the one combo they did not have was Pete and Claudia I don't get that they had all literally every other combination I think um, but they didn't have Pete Claudia so whatever I, I probably wouldn't have been able to afford it anyway. So, okay. So, uh, uh, everybody does a thing. Um, we're by, we're not the last people in the room by now, but probably about two thirds, three quarters of the people have gotten their whatever combination or, or single picture taken and have filed out. And there's, you know, 30 or 40 of us left in the room and they go, okay. Uh, um, Eddie McClintock singles and, uh, like three different groups, uh, raise their hands, including us. It's like, that's us. We're going to take a picture with Eddie only. So we get up there to the curtain, and um, uh, there's uh, uh, a group ahead of us, and uh, I've got uh, Zoe and Mr. Sage and Zoe's little bestie, Hazel, who you all uh, might have met if she talked. You might have met her last episode. Um, so the, the three of them and myself are sitting there in line, and it's like, okay, all right, you're up. And... I go, okay, so I see, you know, they go through the curtain, and I'm standing there at the curtain, and um, uh, Sage goes over, and um, uh, Artie, played by um, uh, Saul Rubinek, um, who you've seen him in a number of things. Uh, uh, if you saw True Romance, he was the uh, the movie producer um, who was going to purchase something from the uh, the title characters or the, the protagonist in that movie. Um He's kind of a grandfather, curmudgeonly type on the show, um, but he's one of the principals. He grabs Sage and picks him up and gives him kind of a bear hug. It's like, well, that's just cool, man. And so I'm getting ready to step in with him, and guy at the uh, curtain uh, looks at me with the orange shirt, and he goes, uh, he goes, do you have a ticket or something to that effect? And I go, well, I paid for them, you know, indicating the three of these people that were now getting ready to get their picture taken with uh, Eddie McClintock. And uh, guy goes, uh, um. But, uh, you know, are you taking a picture with him? And I go, well, I kind of figured I would because I paid for it. And he goes, you need to go around. Because they did have something like, it was like one adult or two kids or something like that per purchased photo op. It was something like, you, you can't have like eight people line up, you know, behind the star, you know, on one ticket. So there was some kind of limit. So this guy's like, this guy's like, you need to go wait, you know, at the, at, at the exit, which is just around the, around the corner, you know, there's another hole in the curtain on the other side. And, uh. I was like, okay, fine. You know, let let the let the two girls and Sage take a picture with Eddie McClintock. Fine, whatever. So I go around, um, and I kind of go around far enough that I can. I'm seeing in the uh, the exit uh, hole in the curtain, and it's still Saul Rubinek holding Sage. Only now the two girls are flanking him, and I look at uh, I, I'm looking at this. And a second orange shirt. I'm going to call them orange shirts, by the way. The the, volu- the, the volunteers, volunteers right. wearing you orange, get what bright you orange shirts. For. Oh, dang! <laughs> so the second orange shirt, not the first one. The second one starts walking over to me. It's like uh, you're not supposed to be in here. And I just I, I look at her and I just wave her off. And I go I go I'm their dad. I paid for this. I'm not I'm not trying to sneak anything in. So just you're okay. 
And she's like, all right. So she kind of turns around. She's a little bit bitter. And then I realize the camera flash goes off, and it's still Saul Rubinek standing there, still giving Sage a bear hug. The girls are flanking him. And I turn around to a third orange shirt, the one who's managing a little table where everybody puts their uh, their backpacks and their coats and stuff because they don't want you taking cameras or backpacks right. or whatever in for the photo op. So I turn around to this lady, and I go, that was really sweet. You know, this whole Saul Rubinek, you know, moment that we had with Sage. And I go, that was really cool. But that's not the picture I paid to take. I paid to take a picture with Eddie McClintock, Pete, not Artie. And the lady looks at me for a couple seconds, just with wide eyes. And I go, how do we make this right? And she goes, well, I think Eddie's already left. And I go, okay, well, how, first of all, because there was a period of maybe 30 seconds where we were not watching the exit the exit curtain. You know, so there was a very small period of time where he actually could have left. And, but no, he was gone. Somehow he went out the outdoor while we were coming in the indoor and we just kind of missed him. The, the classic, you know, revolving door thing. We went in one side, he went out the other and we just missed each other. You know, it was like a, some kind of a rom-com kind of move. You know, um, so anyway, I go what are we going to do to make this right? You know, and I'm, I'm totally cool with it at this point. You know, just like, hey, no sweat. You know, you guys messed up. Let's make it right. She goes, um, the next thing she volunteers is that, and I think this may have happened earlier today. I think that person lost their money. And at that point, I go, ah. I go, oh, no. Wait, what does she mean that they lost their money? That the, the, uh, the Froggies is the name of the company that was taking Take- money setting up all the curtains, uh-huh. taking the actual photographs, processing them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so she goes, you need to go find So, uh, froggies at some photo op or another earlier in the day, this, this lady, this volunteer is telling me that she thinks that this happened to someone earlier today, that they took a picture of the wrong person and that they were just hosed. They were out of their okay, 50 bucks hosed, or whatever. They're, they're just hosed. They're not, there's not going to be another photo op. You're just hosed. You know, you're out of your money. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. And, so those ladies like, you need to go, you know, I say, let's get Eddie back here or something. We only need like five seconds. And it's like, well, Eddie's gone. And, uh, you're just going to have to go talk to the froggies people, you know, about what, what to do about this. And I go, okay, where are the froggies people? I don't know. Thanks. Thanks for the help. You are such a peach hun. So we go, so me and the three kids, we go out into the hallway and we start going up and down the hallways up there in the third floor. And, um, we, I asked one person, uh, where is the froggies, uh, stand? Where's the froggies get up? We'd been there earlier, but I wasn't seeing it. It's like, and I'm thinking it's kind of late in the day. Maybe they've taken it up by now. You know, I, I didn't know where it was. So I asked an orange shirt out in the hallway, Hey, where's the froggies table? You know, I had an issue with the pictures. I need to have something done about it. Oh no. Somewhere. Like really? Okay. So we go up to a second orange shirt in the hall. This is now the fifth person I've had dealings with, and I'm over four by the, at this point. And uh, as far as customer relations, you know, and customer satisfaction or, or whatever. Um, so the the second person out of the hall finally says, uh, "I think it's I think it's down that way." It's like, "All right, fine." So we go down that way. Oh, cool. Sure enough, we turn a corner. There's the freaking Froggy's table. It was there the whole time. So uh, and there's a line of like forty people waiting to pay money to get pictures taken. Or to, or to buy picture photo ops for tomorrow or whatever. But there's like 40 people in line. And it's like, it's going to take an hour to get through this line. I, and I'm just not waiting this long. Um, by this point, I'm a little bit fried by the reception. I, you know, by the, by the, the incredible outpouring of compassion and concern I'm getting from these volunteers. Right. I <laughs> sense sarcasm. Yeah, there was <laughs> a little sarcasm there. So, um, I can't I find believe a, an unpaid volunteer. I know. Well, I find a, there's, there's a break, and the, there's like three ladies taking money and placing orders. And the lady that I'd purchased the ticket from in the first place, I wait for somebody to clear out from in front of her. And I just I look at Zoe, and I go, I'm just going. I, I'm just, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm sorry if the, I'm not going to explain myself. I'm not going to turn to the people in line and go, look, I need a refund or something. So just give me a minute. You know, just I'm just, I just. I cut in front of the next person. I walked right up to that lady and I said, Hey, how you doing? So we had a really good, great experience taking a picture of Saul Rubinek. Unfortunately, I was supposed to take a picture of that even Clintock. And so I show her the receipt. And she's like, Oh really? Uh, well, let me go see if I can do something about this. 
And at this point, I don't know if I realize there's, uh, they're also doing a photo op on Sunday as well, which is slightly unusual, isn't it? Do, mm. do those big celebs usually take pictures or photo ops both days they're there? That happens I, I a don't lot. Know. Okay, cool. Well, uh, well, I didn't know that, so I'm just I'm thinking that, that we are hosed, and I'm going to have to get my money back or whatever. We'll just have to settle for a picture with the great Saul Rubinek. Um, so uh, she ends up going and talking to her superior. I mean, it's like buying a car at a dealership. It's like, uh, let me go talk to the I, you know, let me go talk to my manager, see if we make that deal. You know, let me go talk to the you know the insurance guy and see if I can help you out or whatever. And um, so she comes back after a couple minutes, and it's like. Um, all right, I can't give you a receipt for another picture with Eddie McClintock because you've already used the one receipt I gave you. But, and then she takes basically a blank sheet of paper and she writes Eddie McClintock, 1145, single picture on it. She hands it to me and she says, be here at 1145 tomorrow. The photo op starts at noon. And uh, she goes, be here at 1145 tomorrow in line and make sure they know you're here for Eddie McClintock. It's like, okay. Which means that, you know, um, uh, originally the plan was to, uh, to give the kids back right. um, after the con Saturday night and, and not go back out Sunday. I was thinking maybe I would go back out by myself and see if I could collect some audio. Sure. Um, but now it's like, okay, well, now I've got to drive back out there, um, pay another five bucks for parking, what, you know, who cares. Um, the kids still have the wristbands, so did I, so it didn't cost any more money to get in. It's just, it's just it's a half hour plus drive from the house. And I had to I had to go uh, uh, about twenty some odd minutes uh, north uh, the, in the opposite direction to get the kids Saturday uh, Sunday morning. Um, it was just oh it was a big mess. But we finally got out there, and Eddie shows up, and Eddie is he's he's bouncing like a rabbit. I mean he's just he's he's full of positive energy, and he he comes into the room, and everybody starts clapping. He's like hey how you doing? He's just he's clearly. If he's not truly enjoying being there, he's faking it real well. I mean, he, he seems genuinely to be really happy to be there. Which and it one's was, Eddie McClintock? Uh, this guy here? No, no, no that's no, those the other Saul one. Rubinek. The other one. Yeah, Eddie McClintock's the. Where's star. that picture? Um, the eight by ten glossy is actually with uh, the professor right okay, now. Okay, okay. I'll get it back shortly. I've got. I do have the uh, the the JPEG of it. Okay. You know, if you want to see it for whatever. I reason. thought you'd. I'd see it I, since you should, I've been you here. You saw it. You yeah, saw, you saw it on my desktop. Okay, thank you. Um, um, Anyway, so uh, uh, we ended up this time. We ended up walking in, and th- this worked out. F- this Did worked you have three out well. kids or just the two? Uh, we had dropped Hazel off, so it was just Zoe, Sage, and myself. Okay, so it was just it was the it was the it was the core group. It was it was McDonald proper, right? Right. Um, so we go out, and uh, and Eddie was awesome, and uh, we you know this time it's like I'm taking the picture this time. You know, Hazel's out of the picture. I'm in the picture. Um, at least we can get that done right. So we get up there, and it's time for the single pictures with Eddie. And there's like one, or maybe there's just one other group besides us that were just taking a picture with Eddie. And so we get up there, and and uh, you know, curtain opens, and uh, I go in there, and and Eddie, first thing he does is uh, um, he kind of he kind of makes a move at me like he's going to shake my hand, and then he kind of hesitates for about a third of a second, and then he just gives me a big old man hug. It was like awesome, a man hug from Pete. Great. And then uh, he ends up uh, he ends up uh, giving Zoe a hug, and uh, uh, it was really cool. I mean, it was just it was a lot of very positive energy out of him, and he really made you feel like he was really glad that you were right there with him at that moment, and that was super freaking cool. And so the way it works out um, in the long run, it was kind of nice because I paid for one picture, and I got three. And I understand those are not cheap Saul, pictures either. Saul Rubinek and Eddie are only two. How do you get three? Well, with Saul Rubinek, apparently when he gave uh, Sage that big bear hug the day before, they took a picture of just Saul and Sage only. I wondered what and that then, was. By How the time they... by the time the friggin' orange shirt who I wanted to who I wanted to punch made me go around, you know, and wait for them. Uh, they must have figured out that oh, it was supposed to be you know all three of you, not just you know not just the the young you know the young pad one. So we ended up getting two pictures of Saul Rubinek, one with uh, the three, the, the two ladies, Sage, and one with just Sage. And so we got those two pictures from Saturday, and then we went back to, for, uh, for Make Good and uh, hooked up with Eddie on Sunday. And so, dude, for like 50 bucks, I got, uh, I got 
three freaking eight by ten glossies and uh, three emailed uh, JPEG images, and that was really cool. And that you know what, it really helped to offset what otherwise was. Oh, how do I say? <sighs> Subpar performance by the orange-shirted volunteers out there. Well, you got to remember, and, and I, I understand. Is I, I kept wondering the whole weekend: Are these people truly volunteers? Are they truly here volunteering their time, or are they getting paid ten bucks an hour or five bucks an hour or something? I'm pretty I, I sure know. it's it's they don't get paid squat because Dan from San Ann and his yeah. wife uh, volunteer a lot. Okay, I mean I get you and get I'm, like free ticks or something, but I'm pretty sure yeah they get free admission obviously, yeah. but I'm pretty sure they don't get any. Okay. Renumeration whatsoever. Okay. It's just simply getting in and being part of the band and all that, I'm guessing. Right. Okay. Uh, well, which I wish I could. If I work for four hours, I get a free ticket. Well, the, count me in. The problem is when you've got a volunteer who is not terribly inclined to process higher level thinking, combined with uh, somewhat arbitrary rules that have been given to said volunteer. By the people that run the facility, um, I cannot tell you how many times I had some orange shirt go. You can't go that way. You got to turn around. I mean, we're uh, uh, we're walking over and over and over again. Every time I turned around, an orange shirt is telling me, "You can't go this way. You got to go that way." And I get to the point where my nerves, and I'm I'm really thumbnailing this story. Well, because I don't want to get anybody terribly mad at me, but I was my nerves, and I'm not usually like this. I'm usually a pretty laid back dude. I have my dark moments, absolutely, but in general, I'm pretty easy to work with. I was truly ready to. If I didn't own a decent amount of restraint, if I couldn't look into the future and and see what it would cost me to go to jail, you know, money, you know, the kids respect. You know, time off from work, et cetera, et cetera. If I couldn't see these things, these dominoes tumbling in my near future, I probably would have punched one of these people at least two or three times, minimum, maybe four or five times. It just, every time I turned around, someone is telling me, no, you can't can't go that way. It's like, stop it. I found one person there who let us go underneath a uh, rope. It was the, uh, the, it was the, the kind of cute blonde lady who was in between the second? She was sitting there in a chair in between the second and third floors. I don't, yeah, I don't know. She was there on Saturday afternoon. I think she was there Sunday also. The problem I'm is that they've um, already outgrown that facility. Yes, that is a huge issue. That's and it's, that's why they're going to start going to Dallas Convention and, Center for certain things. And you know what? At three thirty, it was not. We we have you know we have both said uh, more than once in the last couple of years that never again on a Saturday. Never again. It's insane. There's too many people. We had one year where the fire marshal was threatening to kick out anybody with a press pass because they had to reduce the numbers in the building. I mean, it was just, it was, it it was, uh, it was amazing uh, that they would let that many people in. And I guess when you're graduating from uh, much smaller civic centers on the outskirts of the metro area, um, in Richardson and Plano, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you move to a a location that is in between Dallas and Fort Worth. It's a great location. It's a great choice to include uh, the entire metro area. And sure enough, 12 times the number of people show up to this one. Sure. And all of a sudden, you are overwhelmed because you've never gotten numbers like this at your old locations. And I think location, location, location is the main reason why. Well, what they need is an even larger facility. Yeah. And, and Somewhere halfway between Dallas and Fort Worth. It would be nice. Well, I mean, and, I know the Arlington I, Convention Center won't do it. And I think that convention center is, while it is designed to look spectacular, it is not designed very well for traffic. It's not. The, no, it's not. No, it's, it, it's. It looks cool, but it is just not. It's a f- great looking building, but it's just yeah. not meant for that many people. Well, why wouldn't Arlington if you don't have Convention elevator access? Do well, it? because Arlington is uh, small. It's on the. It's it, to me. Wizard I've only been World, in there once or twice. Wizard World used to hold their conventions yes. at the Arlington Convention they did. Center. And didn't that seem like it was like 
Plano Convention Center size? Well, the, no, the one at best. Yeah, I it? never felt like they that that place needed more room. See, I only went out there. I've been out there twice, I think, for a Rangers event and then for that Wizard World, which was like an 07. Yeah, it was wrong. The, um, so. it, it is spread out, which helps. Yeah. What does not help the Irving Center is that it is stacked one on top of the other. So, yeah. And again, the most important, you've, you've got the, the convention floor with all the, the merchandise is on the first floor. Mm-hmm. And the second floor is basically a cafe, and that that outside it's a huge balcony area. It's very like Logan's Run or something. It's it's the architecture is cool too. The third floor is where they do uh, they have all the small meeting rooms, all the small conference rooms, and that's where you take all the photo ops. And they do have some uh, artists up there. Then you go up to the fourth floor, and there's space for artists and stuff outside the grand ballroom, which is the only thing on the fourth floor. Um, so everything has to kind of be. Uh, That's where the big separated. Q&A things are. Yeah, yeah. The fourth ball. floor, that grand ballroom is where... Is, so you have to get from the first floor up to the fourth floor without benefit of an elevator unless you've got a media pass or you have like a service dog or you're blind or something. So everybody wanting to get up there has to take that one set of escalators. Because yes. it's an escalator, you know, an escalator to the second designed. floor, then to the third floor, then to the fourth floor. So you have to do this three times. And each time it's just it's a cattle call the entire time. It's poorly designed. Um so, I mean, the architecture is very interesting. Um, it, it's got a really cool uh, veneer, skin, whatever you call it, to the building. Um, it looks like Jafar's hat from Aladdin. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty it looks, accurate. It's not bad at all. It's pretty I, I accurate, like actually. It. I kind of like where you're going with that, and I totally get it. Um, but uh, mainly, I've, I've cooled down in the last few days since the convention. Um, but well, I was. It, it took me about 48 hours to stop having a, a, a five to ten minute long diatribe about it. Remember, you know, one of the last ones that we all were able to go to, we waited in line for 45 minutes. June Bob was there. We waited yes. in line for 45 for, minutes for a hot for dog. snacks. Yeah. Yes. That was, I was the same way you are now. Yeah. I was that way then about yeah. that, my experience there. So I get it. I totally get it. And I was There's, just, my, my nerves were, were just, just the frayed. Whole, the whole point of them moving to Irving was, so people from Fort Worth, right direction, yes, felt like they wouldn't have to drive as far, yeah. and it makes sense and it's logical. Oh and yeah, it's it's accurate. So yeah, it's a minimum half hour, minimum probably more like forty minutes to get from Irving Convention Center where it is now to the Plano and Richardson uh, Civic Centers uh, where it used to be. So yeah, you're talking a drive of an hour, easy, maybe more for a, for half the metro area. I wonder if they've ruled out now one the thing the Arlington is, Convention Center or well, one thing about Dallas one thing about the Dallas Convention Center though that may play to its benefit is um and we considered doing this to the Irving Convention Center because they've they've got the same thing going on there um <laughs> but uh don't eat all that okay so you're going to eat that entire block of it's cheese it's 2 that, pounds of cheese <laughs> It's two pounds. Zoe's just walking around the kitchen with two pounds of cheese. Colby Jack. Look, she had a bag of apple chips and a uh, and a gala uh, a little earlier today, so she's probably had plenty of fiber. She'll probably get over it. Mm. It'd be funny if she just walked in there and sat down on the couch (laughs) and just started gnawing on it. Don't mind me gnawing on the chips. I mean, we did something last night that was awesome. What'd you do? We got a. Uh, I'm went, hungry. By the went way, went to uh, Papa Murphy's uh, yeah. uh, like three days ago. Yeah. I got a couple of those five dollar pizzas. You All have right. to cook them yourself. Yeah. But I got a pepperoni and a cheese, and I'm sitting there thinking the cheese is going. They always the kids used to like the cheese pizza, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll take the pepperoni then. And the kids, we cut up the pepperoni. We didn't touch the cheese. We didn't even open the thing. And there was like uh, Miss Hazel was over here again, so there was like four of us, and um, so. It's like, well, I'll just throw the cheese pizza in the fridge, and I'll get to it when I get to it. A couple days later, last night, uh, Zoe and I go over to the uh, grocery store, and we buy a uh, uh, a thing of pepperonis. Yeah. You know, the thing of pepperonis? You throw, you them, on that, throw them on that cheese and pizza? And a little tin, the little tin of black olives. Nice. Very nice. And I put the entire stinking tin of black olives on that, on that cheese pizza, and we put as many pepperonis as we could fit on that son of a gun. We cooked that sucker for the 10 minutes it says to, and it was great. And you know what was weird? I wasn't expecting this. This is some kind of weird physics thing that maybe somebody smart can explain to me. But after it was cooked, 10 minutes into it, and again, it was a cheese pizza that I put black olives on top of and then pepperonis on top of that. The black olives, with the exception of two or three of them, and we're talking an entire can, the black olives 
sank beneath the level of the cheese during the cooking process. Interesting. I thought so, too. A couple, literally two or three black olives are poking out, but the rest of them were hidden. If you didn't see the, the, uh, the, 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 the bump you know, in the, the surface of the pizza, you wouldn't have known there was a black olive down there at all. It was the weirdest thing ever. Uh, but the pepperonis rode on top like champs. It was the craziest thing. And you know what? That is the right amount of pepperonis and black olives to put on a pepperoni black olive I'm pizza. I'm totally boys. going to Chipotle after this. Oh. Awesome. Because it didn't have anything had, to do with pizza, but I'm starving. I haven't had and dinner either. And I'll talk about food. I'm I, going I, to Chipotle. Before we started taping, I thought maybe we should order something. I'm going to go uh, get some uh, some barbacoa tacos. All right. Ooh. They're fantastic. Well, let's Dangerous. see. Bro, you're the magic music boy this week. You got a music selection here, Bill? I do have a music selection. Take this, please. Thank you. While while we pass the torch to Bill, I will read this. You've been listening to A Half Hour Wasted, proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. Listen to us, or leave us us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. And Bill, what do you got for us? Uh, I've got um, a song which I just kind of fell in love with, and it uh, new song, old song. Uh, it's a new song. It came out uh, last year, uh, this year. It came out in thirteen, so it's a, it's a relatively new song. All right. Um, this is a song you probably have not heard of. Uh, it's by a British chap who's only twenty three years old, uh, named John Newman. And this guy, uh, apparently he was one of those that grew up, knew he wanted to do music his entire life, um, started DJing, uh, like club, you know, like house music DJing when he was a teenager. And he's got this voice. It's This is not Rick Astley, everybody. This is John Newman. Well, he's got this, he's got this kind of basso voice, which if you see him, he's got kind of a pompadour. And he, there are not too many more white people on this planet than this guy, John Newman. But he doesn't really sound like it when you listen to him. It, it's funky. It's a cool beat. It is technically a love song, but that's not my point. I don't have any... I don't, I'm not trying to say anything at all by playing this individual track. So, uh, um, And it does start uh, kind of uh, quietly, so I've already started it, Brad. Please enjoy Love Me Again by John Newman off the Tribute album. So long, where only fools go. I shook the angel and young. Now I'm rising from the crowd, rising up to you. Filled with all the strength I find, there's nothing I can't do. Oh, you. 